welcome to the Burned Out to Badass podcast. My name is Ellen Shinky at Coach Ellen on Instagram, and this is my monthly podcast where I am committed to giving you short, no BS episodes to help you, the busy, burned out professional and entrepreneur, find your balance and take back your life from burnout. Let's do this. Welcome back to Burned Out Badass. I am very excited for today's topic because this is something, oh my gosh, I have strong opinions about. You know, obviously we're talking about boundaries today, but we're not going to be going into how to set boundaries. We're going to be going into what do we say to people, or more importantly, what should we not say to people when they break our boundaries, especially after we have set them, after we've communicated them. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get into our content for today, the biggest thing that I want to share with you today, the biggest announcement that I have is that I will be doing a webinar later this month with five tips to help you work less and live more. This is a very, very big thing that I am committed to helping with. You know, you might have seen a shift in a lot of my content lately. I don't want you to achieve more with less burnout. I don't want you to achieve more. You already achieve enough. My goal and my commitment has kind of shifted in this new year to focus more on helping you slow down, on helping you have a life outside of work, which frankly, for a lot of us, we don't. So if that is something you are interested in, that is happening on Thursday, March 23rd at 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern time. You can go ahead and head to coachellen.com slash workshop and join us. But with that, let's go ahead. I have very good timing today. I'm proud of myself. Let's go ahead and let's dive into today's content, today's topic that I am so excited to get into. What should we not say when somebody has broken our boundary? Now, let me set the stage for you. Let me paint a picture of kind of where what we're talking about today comes in. So maybe you have already done the hard work. You have looked at your life. You found the places that you need to set boundaries. And you've done the hard work of figuring out what that boundary needs to be and setting it. And not just setting it in your mind. You have actually communicated that boundary to the people that that boundary impacts. That is all hard work in and of itself. But now what do we do once we've gotten to that point? This is often a really, really hard part of boundary setting. We've done everything that we were quote unquote supposed to do when it comes to setting boundaries. And yet people are still violating our boundaries. I mean, it's already hard to know what to say to communicate a boundary to someone that's breaking it. It's hard to do it in a way that it is assertive and doesn't cause a rift with that person. It's easy to say, but it's not about them and set our boundaries as we we wish. But for most of us, when it comes to boundary setting, our inner people pleaser takes over and we struggle, we struggle, we struggle to know what to say or what to do. Can you, I hope you appreciate the fact that sometimes I'm a very real podcaster. And when I say something weird, I just keep it in because it's less work for me to edit it out. And frankly, I'm a real human and I have trouble talking sometimes, despite the fact that I'm a speaker. But what I really want to focus on today is what about once that boundary is set? What about then? What if someone continues to break our boundary, even after we've communicated to them, even after we've reminded them of it? How do we handle that situation? It really shouldn't surprise you at all that I have opinions (laughs) about this. And the biggest opinion and the really big takeaway that I want you to have from this is there's one thing that I do not think we should say. Like there is one phrase that I do not think we should say when somebody has broken our boundary. 
And that is, it's okay. That might surprise you a lot. But this hit me a couple years ago in a situation where I had a friend who was a friend from the time I was on remote year. um, And she kept scheduling a call with me and canceling and rescheduling at the last minute to another time, often rescheduling to a time when I wasn't available or wasn't a good time for me. And I'd asked her not to do that. I'd communicated why. I'd communicated that it kind of just felt like a little disrespectful to my time. But she just kept doing it. And each time she would come back and she would come back and say, you know, I'm so sorry. And another reason why she needed to change the time. And I always felt my kind of standard, it's okay, come up. I felt myself about to say that. And then in this one final situation, I didn't say it's okay. Because I realized something that hit me, frankly, like a ton of bricks. It wasn't okay. It wasn't okay that she kept doing that. No part of it was okay. I was actually pretty upset about the fact that despite the fact that I told her not to do this, she kept disrespecting me. That's how that's how it felt to me. But I also wanted to acknowledge that I did appreciate her apology. I just didn't want to invalidate how I was feeling and my own boundary by saying it's okay. So instead of saying it's okay, what I started to say is thank you. I appreciate your apology. Subtle shift in language, but to me, inwardly, it felt so much better and it meant so much. You know, why Why is it anyway that we always say it's okay when it's not okay? I remember talking to my mom about this and her response was something along the lines of, well, that must be a generational thing. She just could not get on board with the idea of not saying it's okay. But for me, I've gotten to the point where I really don't say it's okay a lot anymore, except in a few situations. To me, saying it's okay dismisses the situation, invalidates my emotions, and quite literally tells that person that what they did was okay. You know, sometimes you will find that it actually is okay. And we're going to talk about some of those situations in just a second. But really what it is and what it comes down to is if saying it's okay doesn't feel good to you, well, then it's probably not okay. Whatever this person did, whatever boundary they violated is not okay in your brain. So we should not say it is. I think this is especially true if this person is a repeat offender. Like the friend I mentioned above, oftentimes the very people in our lives that are disrespecting our boundaries are what I call repeat offenders. You know, I you might notice that as well. Like I would definitely be interested to see if you do. But often it's your boundaries are getting broken by the same people over and over and over again. I have certainly experienced that. And that's why I've come to think that this language is so important. You know, perhaps the reason why they're doing this, why they're breaking your boundary over and over and over again is because each time they do, you're telling them that it's okay. If it's not okay, we've got to stop telling them that it is. Because only at that point in time are we going to break the cycle of boundary violations. If someone isn't a repeat offender, I really feel like that's a judgment call. If they've never broken a boundary before or if they're extremely remorseful about it, then perhaps we can say it's okay. Another example is in my day job. I take every effort in my day job that I can to communicate my work hours and my days off. I have out-of-office responders. I have it as part of my email signature. I have notifications just about everywhere I can. And I have one family that consistently contacts me on my day off. Like literally the only time they ever contact me is on Saturdays. And in that situation, I have stopped saying it's okay when they preface their message with, I know it's your day off, but, or I know I'm within the cancellation deadline, but like 
if someone has done that over and over and over again, it stops being something that's okay in my book. However, I have another family that I've worked with for a very, very long time. They never text me before my work hours or on my day off. And then a couple weekends ago, they did. And the mom, oh my God, she was so sweet about it. She sent the text and immediately, it's like it dawned on her, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have sent that because immediately she followed up her text with, oh my gosh, it's your day off. I'm so sorry. I totally forgot. Please wait until you get back to work tomorrow to respond. There's such, in my mind, there's such a stark difference there. There's someone who is clearly, for lack of a better way to say it, abusing the system and someone who isn't. That's the difference in my book. And it's an important one. For the person who clearly isn't, you know, abusing the system, who clearly is remorseful and feels bad about what they did, say it's okay in that situation. Because for me and with that family, it did feel okay. I knew they didn't do it intentionally. intentionally. I knew they didn't do it maliciously. I knew they weren't trying to be, you know, screw you and your day off, like answer me. They weren't trying to be like that. That was not the tone that their message had. But for other situations and with other families, that is. They kind of don't care. And they made it blatantly obvious that they don't care what my work hours are or what my days off are. And in those situations, I don't say it's okay anymore because it's not. Because it at that point, to me, it feels disrespectful. So that is the very short, sweet, succinct message I have for today. If somebody breaks your boundaries and if somebody is repeatedly breaking your boundaries – when they come back and say, I'm so sorry, but, or I, I know I broke your boundary, but when they come back and say that, don't invalidate what you're feeling. Don't invalidate the boundary. Don't invalidate the situation by slapping on an it's okay. Especially when you know in your gut, it's not okay. It's a sh- subtle shift in language. Instead of saying it's okay, say, thank you. I appreciate your apology. And then go from there. But anyways, I hope this resonated with you. I hope there's something you can take from this. I don't expect this to be something that is like a switch flip in your mind where suddenly this is really, really comfortable to do. Ease into it. Start with the people and the and the boundaries that you know are going to be a little bit more accepting of this. Start with the people, you know, build up to the most challenging boundary breakers, if you will, in your life. And then slowly but surely, you're going to become like I am and you are no longer going to use it's okay language when it is not okay. Once again, thank you, my friend, so much for being here. Thank you for listening. I think this is one of my shortest podcast episodes ever. And I will talk to you soon, my friend. Bye.